assets, opportunities even, that you may lose. You must ask yourself if you love the people because uh, the only thing that can bind you uh, to the people you serve is love. Uh, ambition is not enough. Uh, I have discovered the power of kindness and that has made me a radical optimist. That's why I stay away from politics and from religion. Countries that take unilateral action or coercive action. I actually like uh, Pinoy personally. It's not a beauty contest who's, uh, who's ahead of who. Yeah. Uh, but to Once upon a time, we were all irrelevant. And I sincerely believe that there will come a time we will all return to the dark embrace of irrelevance. Martin's Welcome to the 83rd episode of Martin's Man Cave here on podcast.ph. My name is Martin Andanar. Our guest for today is attorney René Augusto Versilus Sagisag Sr. He was born on the 14th of August 1939 in Mauban, Quezon. He attended elementary school at Makati Elementary School in 1951 and graduated from Rizal High School in 1955. Sagisag went on to finish his Bachelor of Arts degree in 1959 at Beda College, and he also later graduated cum laude with a Bachelor of Laws degree in 1963 and placed sixth in the same year's bar examinations. Sagisag also obtained his Master of Laws degree from Harvard University in 1968. René Sagisag practiced law as a prominent human rights lawyer in the Philippines from 1972 to 1986. He also became a spokesperson for then-president-elect Corazon Aquino. Sagisag was first elected to the Senate in 1987 and remained in the Senate until 1992. As a senator, Sagisag served as chairman of the Committee on Ethics and Privileges. He also served on the Ad Hoc Committee on the Bataan Nuclear Power Plant. Sagisag was one of only two Filipino senators who attended all 415 sessions from July 1987 to June 1990 and was picked outstanding senator by various groups. Following his departure from the Senate, Sagisag became one of the leading defense lawyers in the corruption trial of former President Joseph Estrada and appointed to be the head of the Ad Hoc and Independent Citizens Committee. He voted to oust the U.S. military bases to help end the imposed uninterrupted presence of foreign troops after more than 400 years. He received many awards and recognition during his legal career, named as Lifetime Achievement Awardee by the Integrated Bar of the Philippines in 2001, Bedan of the Century also in 2001, and an awardee of the Benigno S. Aquino Jr. Award for Nationalism by the Federation of Catholic Schools of Alumni Associations in 2007. In November 2013, he was co-named by San Beda Law Batch 1963 as Outstanding Golden Jubilarian. At present, he writes a column in Manila Times called TGIF. Sagisag's wife is a late Dulce Maramba Quintana Sagisag, a former secretary of the Department of Social Welfare and Development. They have five children, namely René, Lara, Nonoy, Lawrence, and Kaisa. Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome the legendary René Sagisag. Thank you so much, sir, for allowing us to <laughs> document My your life. My pleasure. Maraming salamat din. Mm-hmm. na alala niyo pa. <laughs> of course. <laughs> You're a legendary uh, fighter. For freedom. Paos at laos na eh. Sir, marami hong mga kababayan natin ang nagtatanong, lalong-lalo na yung naabutan po kayo sa Senado when you were at the peak of your career as a politician. Why did you quit when you were just beginning your political career? I mean, you could have been vice president, baka naging presidente pa kayo. I had not planned to be in government or public life even for a single moment. Mm-hmm. Kaya lang, nahilingan ako ni kandidata Cory, December 85, na maging tagapagsalita niya. On February 25, 1986, mm-hmm. siguro mong late afternoon, 
An unusual time sa kasaysayan natin. Dalawang O-takings, mm-hmm. dalawang presidente. About 4 o'clock, she told me, wak-wak, bahay ni Josephine, sister niya, ne, you'll continue to be my spokesperson. Hindi ako makasalita. Nakatingin ako sa patos ko kasi like I said, wala akong balak na pumasok sa gobyerno. Nako, nag-alboroto ang ali. Ikaw, isa ka sa nag-convince akin tumakbo. Ngayon kailangan kong tulong mo, iiwanan mo ko, cha-cha-cha-cha-cha. Edi, yes ma'am. Okay. And that was how I got to be an accidental public servant serving a providential president. The following year, January 87, binigyan ako ng signed Supreme Court appointment. I was 47. Eka ako'y joker eh. Kung tanggapin ko ito, ano mangyayari sa'yo dito? Sabi niya, frankly, mayuyupi ako. Yan ang term. Ako naman, madaling mauto na ganun ka-importante. Kaya hindi ko kailangan yan. President Corey then said, I would be one of her candidates. Hindi lang, biroan pa nga namin na, ay ne, sabihin mo na sa akin kung anong gusto mong kulay dito sa Arlegi. Against the day you would succeed me. Eh, kako, I would change the subject. Pero even then, she was grooming me <laughs> to succeed her. <laughs> oh, talagang palabiro yung bossing ko eh. Anyway, okay, ayaw na iting paterno, ayaw ko pinatawag mga misis namin. Nako, si baby paterno, dulce sa gisag, nagiiyak. Pero sinabi ni President Cory, I still need your husbands. So, nung pumayag ako, kako on one condition, we entered public life or government together, we'll step down together. And that was what I did in 1992. So when she stepped down, kasama si Rene Sagisag. And to me, it was a privilege to have served the motherland in that capacity. Pero I would not want to go through certain of the things I had to do sa takot na matalo. Like going to the INC. Pero yun niya, I won without a s- spending a single centavo of my own. That was a still a time at sa euphoria, people were still asking what they could do for the country, not what the country could do for them. Metro Manila, tumalo lang sa akin, hourly mercado. Dahil the Filipino could be grateful dahil nung umiira lang walang habag batas militar, kami yung mga maluluwagan turnilyong human rights lawyers questioning everything, no? Mm-hmm. Asking the foolish questions of the day. Tinaya namin lahat. Mm-hmm. And yun niya, in appreciating whatever little I may have done for the motherland, not to forget that no Rene without a dulce. Dahil siya <laughs> nagahanap buhay, hindi, our children would have walked around barefooted, mm-hmm. unable to go to school. Mm-hmm. So equally important yung ginawa ng mga asawa namin. No? Na kung hindi, kasi maraming gusto mag-human rights lawyering, pero galit ang asawa, galit ang kamag-anak, mm-hmm. anong makita mo dyan, mapapatay ka lang dyan. Mm-hmm. So, yan ang story behind that episode, how I got to be an accidental cabinet member and senator of the realm. Mm-hmm. Eh, wala. Siguro, alam naman na nakararami o nung lahat na November 8, 2007, After my duels and I had gone ballroom dancing, mm-hmm. a few minutes after that, 
nabangga kami ng cargo truck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tila 30 meters kami na drag. Another, overspeeding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I lost my voice. Lost my energy. Mm-hmm. In fact, I lost her. Meaning, my everything. Kaya lang, the following year, nag-umpisa nang dumating yung mga apo. Mm-hmm. And all of them have their long, luxuriant eyelashes. Yung pilik ni Ma'am Dulce. Especially yung third apo ko, pangalan Dulce. Mm-hmm. Talagang as vibrant, as vivacious, as my wife. Uh-huh. Kaya... Partly, hindi naman natin makukusyon kung anong ano ng Panginoon. Eh. I mean, we have to be accepting. Mm-hmm. I wish you were around, but um, yun niya, talagang tanggapin kung uh-huh. anong pasya ng Panginoon. Mm-hmm. Eh, talagang it's the only motherland we have. Eh. Uh-huh. So, warts and all. Mm-hmm kailangang gawin natin kung anong makakaya natin for a better life for everyone, particularly those we care for. And I can remember kasi nung bata ako, nalakoy taga-Pasig, Rizalay, eh, Makati Elementary School. At that time, the system was working. Eh. I mean, dito sa Pasig, ang judges si eh, Cecilia Munoz Palma, Bienvenido Tan, mm-hmm. Manila, no, nag-umpisa ako mag-practice. May chismis lang sa isang huwes. All the others, we bow to. Mm-hmm. At ang staff, very professional. And I would not want to leave this world in a worse shape than when I entered it. Dahil noon, eh, kinikwento na yung una kong boss, si Din Ledesma, Uncle niya, adaptive, no? Governor Modesto Ledesma, mm-hmm. Piloilo. Typical daw of the time. Pumasok sa politika mayaman. Umalis. Pobre. Eh ngayon eh, kamukha ko, populaan pa ako eh. Karoon ka na ng pagkakataong magsamantala. Hindi mo pa uh, ginamit. Well, unang mga linggo ko sa cabinet, may mga tawag. Minister, pag naikuha nyo kami ng permit to import sardines, 3 million upfront, 3 million on arrival. Kako, sorry, Mr. Marcos does not work here anymore. And then pagating ko naman sa Senado, merong isang taipan. Ang sahod ng senador at may panahon ko, take home 14,612.50. Anong offer nung tao? 50,000 a month, no receipt, kasi. Mm-hmm. Eh kako, you just bring your business elsewhere. In other words, kung kaya na sikmura mo, you don't really have to wait. Darating yung corrupt uh, mm-hmm. money. Mm-hmm. Pero this was not what we fought for mm-hmm. when we struggled against the dictatorship. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We wanted to bring back the glory days mm-hmm. of our youth when the Philippines could be a country we could be proud of. Mm-hmm. May delicadeza, may palabra de honor. Mm-hmm. Ngayon, eh, wala sa vocabulary yata natin yan. Not to say na wala nang matino sa gobyerno. Mm-hmm. I'm sure marami pa sila dyan. Pero certain key people, winasa kang pamalan, winasa kang pagtitiwala na sa bayanan. Mm-hmm. It may have begun ng World War II. Survival ang name of the game. And then the 20 years of the dictatorship. 1968 pa lang si Makoy opened na yung William, Son- William Saunders account, Imelda Jane Ryan. Unang term pa lang, nangungulimbat na yung mag-asawa. Eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya ngayon, kita mo naman yung mga anak. Ah. Pinagbalik ng Supreme Court natin July 15, 2003, the billions sa Switzerland. Naibalik, kaya tayo nagkaroon ng pera ngayon 
to indemnify certain human rights claimants. Mm-hmm. Pero still, uh, siguro not even the tip of the tip of the iceberg yung kinawat ng mga Marcoses. Eh. Kaya talagang ngayon, yan ang battle cry namin, never again. Next week, magkakaroon ng book launch sa Ateneo kay Raisa Robles about the gross human rights violations. And hindi ganun ka-innocente itong si Bongbong eh. Kaya nakakatakot kung mabalik, pagtatawanan tayo ng buong mundo eh. Dahil involved siya sa ka, ibang mga ka, pang-aabuso ng mga magulang eh. Time out tayo sir sa politika. Pag-usapan naman natin ng mga magulang mo. My father made degree sa engineering from NU. Hmm. Pero nagtrabaho ka agad, hindi na naka-board exams. Kaya itong mga magulang at makamag-anak namin insisted na kami kumuha ng engineering, gano'n, with the board exams. My mother was uh, a plain housewife, pero gano'n nga, may Spanish features at uh, gandang sumulat. Yung pa mga classic na sulat nung araw. And uh, brought us up sa religion, my mother's name. And I try to live by what she taught us, supplemented sa katesismo, and then all the way sa San Beda. Pero ganun, they were very simple folk. My father was away much of the time dahil puro destino eh. Kaya yung kuya ko was supposed to have been conceived Kuyo Palawan. Ako naman sa season Pangasinan, yung pangatlo, Dumagete. Yung pangapat, Agbilaran, Bohol. <laughs> At uh, ganon. In fact, miski nung lumalaki na kami sa Pasig, damarating lang siya pagka December 8, yung Immaculate Conception. But the rest of the year, all over the country as a roving engineer. So yung nanay niyo po, housewife, siya po yung nagpalaki sa inyo, apat magkakapatid. Yeah. Ano po yung mga pangalan ng mga kapatid yung niyo? Yung oldest, uh, Antonio Nonilon Jr. Mm-hmm. Yung Nonilon, dahil sinusunod ang kalendaryo nun eh. Mm-hmm. Miss Santo Nonilon. Mm-hmm. Then ako, yung third, uh, si Leonidas, named after uh, yung sa Thermopylae, yung mm. 300 yata yung mm. natepok doon. Oh. And then, the fourth was named after a movie star. Mm. Meron daw nung araw, Presyoso Palma, eh. mm-hmm. kaya naging Presyoso. Mm-hmm. The, the fifth, uh, the only girl in the family, Makati, nung araw kasi, nene-name pa after Maria Lourdes, uh-huh. eh ngayon, mga Samantha, Kimberly. <laughs> and then, yung fourth, uh, the sixth, born sa Pasig, mm-hmm. si Rogelio, Roger. Mm-hmm. And then, the last one, si Romy, who was born with a congenital defect, pero nakatapos sa UP chemistry. But he was the first to go among us nung 2010. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, yun ang alam ko dahil kamukha nung huli kami magkita ni Erap, ganun din eh. Kako, bossing, limang apo ko. I'm, I'm very happy and proud na ikaw, bossing, ilan ang apo mo? Oh. Ewan ko. <laughs> Pero, ako eh, ano eh, torpeng mahiyaing <laughs> Kwento niyo po sa amin yung elementary days niyo sa Makati Elementary School. Okay. E-enroll ako. Nasaan ang birth certificate mo? Ay, nasa maubang po eh. 
Oh, abutin mo nga ang tenga mo. Oh, naabot oh. Enroll na yan. <laughs> so after after two weeks, two three weeks, mm. inaccelerate ako grade 2. Uh-huh. So five years ang elementary ko. Mm. Four years sa Rizal High. Nine years. Mm-hmm. Kaya hindi ako masyadong believe dyan sa 12K. Eh. Mm. Ang sikreto namin, we had excellent teachers galing pa sa pre-World War. Kasi ang kwento nung araw, grade 7 ka lang, maestro-maestra ka na. Eh. Mm-hmm. So, doon naman sa Makati, Yung principal namin, Mr. Pastor Cortez, pag pilyo ka, susuntukin ka. Hmm. E pag na-tempo, e pag yun mo, sakit. Oh. In other words, talagang we were bullied. Hmm. Pagdating dito sa Rizala, eh, ganun, pinag, bubunot kami. In other words, uh, menial work, and bullying, I think, uh, add to character eh. Hmm. Dahil ang mundong ito is very cruel. Mm-hmm. Kailangan bata ka pa, nakikita mo kung anong turay na, mm-hmm. na buhay. Okay, section 1 ako sa Makati, pero I hardly studied. Mm-hmm. Pagating sa Rizalay, ganun din. Minsan honor section, uh, uh, minsan um, wala. Pero ganun, in other words, I just enjoyed life. Mm-hmm with my barkadas. Pagdating sa San Beda, ganun din. Miski hindi ako nag-aaral. Laba, eh, na-owner role. May medalya at the end of the... Pagkatapos ng fourth year, I still was not sure what I wanted to be. Pasok San Beda, 1955. Dahil noong January 1955, yung valedictoria namin, Eddie Sanchez, youngest brother ni Bobid. Nagbulakbul kami sa Kiyapo. Headline, one and two, ang San Beda. Uh-huh. Florence Regalado, Bobby De La Fuente. Yung brother niya, 92. Kaya ako, di, dito na San Beda, dahil pati from Mac- Pasig to Ligarda, 15 centavos. Pag tumawid ka, 20. Pagkatapos ko ng two years doon, Hindi pa rin ako sure. Kako, mag-AB na muna ako. At naloko ko noon sa chess. Eh, pag naloko ka pala sa chess, talagang sabay pagkaulol eh. I mean, eh, dinrap ko ang botan eh to have more chess playing time. So, despite my very good grades and beda, walang honors. Dahil hindi ko natapos in four years. I had to take a summer course in Espanyol sa UE. E sa high school namin dito, Espanyol was one of my favorite. Uh-huh. Kaya doon sa UE, exempted ako sa finals, flat one, pero too late for uh-huh. reckoning. Pero yung grades ko, kum or magna level. After that, hindi pa rin ako sure kung anong gusto ko sa buhay ko. Kaya ako, daddy, nasa Bacolod, supervising the concreting of the airport. Can I go down and join you? So, oh sure. Pagdating doon, I enrolled sa UNOR in Recoletos. Sa gabi, secure. Meaning, kami na isang taga-kabite, ang security ron sa airport construction site. And then, na-promote akong checker. The following year, I returned to San Beda. That was the only time I really took my studies seriously. Kaya 1963, cum laude, then bar exam, number six, among 5,500. Mm-hmm. And then, nag-open ng San Beda ng faculty development program. Mm-hmm. I was given 15,000 to study wherever I pleased. So, I was choosing between University of Navarra in Spain or sa U.S. Pero when I tapped yung competition for admission to Michigan, very generous yun. Pero sumulat din ako sa Harvard, 
paspasan dahil beyond the deadline eh. Mm-hmm. Using a rinkeding typewriter na lulundagan ng mga keys. <laughs> And then after that, in a few days, tumanggap ako ng admission and offering a full scholarship of $4,100. Big money at the time. So, I went to Harvard and I did not need the $15,000. I gave it to my youngest brother, Masok Sanbeda. But uh, the finest bonus on that was how I met my darling. We'll talk Dulce. about that after we take a short break. <laughs> This is still the man cave with the former senator attorney Rene Sagisag and the 83rd episode of Martin's Man Cave. Don't go away. We'll be right back. This is the program Martin's Man Cave on podcast.ph. We are with the former senator and human rights lawyer attorney Rene Sagisag. Kanina sir, bago tayo nag-break, you told me that namit mo yung bonus mo doon sa Boston. Yeah, dahil metumawag na common friend, you have to meet this woman and then one day I was in a Harvard Law Dormitory may call nga daw kasi hall yun eh tatawagin ka ng mga kasama sa hall a call for you so on the line was Dulce so we chatted and agreed to meet at the time I thought I was not the marrying kind. <laughs> Pero nung, nung una kong makita, at the very least, happy in love gagad. And then, in a few weeks, parang MU, mutual understanding. Mm. And uh, she was then in Boston College on a Polish scholarship as a social worker. Mm. Dahil when she took the board here after UP, number three sa board yan eh, una niyang trabaho sa pangpalay. So, yun nga, we cared for the poor. So, parang we were professional, emotional, and intellectual equals. Kaya, at saka, ang bait-bait. So, I wish she uh, were still here. Pero talagang, that was why nung madisgrasya kami, I was told na many people went to the wake in St. Isco, her alma mater. They extended the viewing from 10 to midnight. Nandun na si na Pangulong Cory, na Pangulong Erap. And uh, it took a while after I got out of the hospital to try to readjust the new situation. Could not understand it, but uh, that was the will of the Lord. So I was accepting. And then the apostles started coming. So, not a total replacement, but to a very great extent. Talagang, when I see them, I see her. Mm-hmm. Dahil talagang ang ambisyon niya, ang pangarap niya, ang dream niya, maging lola. <laughs> <laughs> And iba yung anak, mahal mo, no? Pero ang apo, ibang arrive o dating. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kaya... The eldest is uh, seven now, Rene the third, no? And then si Tala, ang pangalawa, then Dulcet, and then si Derek, at yung huli si, <coughs> si Nicole. And I live for them. What about Dulce that you will never, ever forget well talagang ano eh 
yung helpmate, uh, companion, friend. Uh, I cannot describe how mabait she was. And many people who went to the wake told me later that the, they were so grateful na hindi ko alam ang daming natutulungan kasi siya cancer survivor. And marami siyang natulungan na mga referrals, mga ganon about, kasi very common pala yung cancer ailment among our people, particularly mm. the women. Kaya kukulangin tayo ng oras <laughs> kung para kikwenta mo all the virtues. In other words, tapusin na natin to na there's only one word to describe him, her. She was perfect. If you were to define love based on your experience with Dulce, how would you define it? Well, she was so selfless and so giving. And, um, talagang kasi lahi ng mga social workers yung oh. dahil yung eldest nila and the one who followed her social work sa UP din yung hipag niya social work sa UP din talagang nasa nature nilang kasi ano yan eh yung maramba oh. from Pangasinan and governor and senator Daniel Maramba a very well-loved public figure, mm. Pangasinan history, our national history. Kaya, it's a very kind, compassionate family. And, uh, yan ay naman ako rin sa mami ko. Kaya, yun niya, imagine, hindi ako kinukulit na Bigyan mo naman kami ng bahay, o etc. Mm. Kasi ironically, in January 1971, uh, I had signed the contract with Ayala. Kasi nirecruit ako sa Amerika ni Joe McMicking at ni Mario Camacho. Mm. Pero pagkapirma ko, nandun si Bobby De La Fuente, number two sa bar, at si Easy, eh, Enrique Sobel, pagbaba ko, dumadaan si Danny Ong, naging BIR Commissioner ni Cory, Class 54 din ang San Beda. Ako, Danny, pakiangkas naman at papunta ka palang BIR. Pagdating ko sa tapat ng Korte Suprema, may nagrarally led by a good friend, Roger Ayala of Ateneolo, naging NLRC chair. Kako, Danny, pakibaba na rito. I'm going to resign from Ayala and join my kind of people. So, sa mga, ayun, talagang diktador, tuta, ibagsak. And, and that was why, Hanggang matepok nga kami, wala ako, I had not slept under the roof of a house I could call my own. Gaya nga na sinabi ko, kaya ako super takusa, star border lang tayo ni Dulce. Baka pag pinalayas ako ron, di maralit ang tagalungsod. Baka sa sidewalk ko na damputin. <laughs> na dahil, only last week, paglabas ko ron sa garahe namin, may natutulog doon sa sidewalk. At yung mga sidewalk sa amin, halos nawala na. Inappropriate na nung adjoining owners. Eh. Mm-hmm. Kaya people had to walk sa kalye. Eh, dahil nawala na sidewalk. Pag umikot ka sa Bautista, mga ayan kalye namin mm-hmm. ah, ganun na ah, ang ah, ilan na ba tayo ngayon 104 million konehos na daw tayo <laughs> <laughs> yan ang problema yung homelessness is a very serious problem 
What is your only regret during the lifetime of Dulce? No, at my age and 76, uh, whatever bad events, misfortunes, uh, I find myself accepting na lang eh. Kasi in 2013, I flew to the U.S. accompanied by someone to attend the graduation of my daughter who was getting her doctorate in Rutgers. And in the long flight to New York, one of the movies shown was God is Bigger Than Elvis. Ito yung si Dolores Hart, the first woman who at 19 was kissed by Elvis Presley on his screen. And then other movies, George Hamilton, etc. But at 25, she left Hollywood to Connecticut to join a Benedictine order. At yun, may famous interview siya na tinanggap niya na I don't understand but it's the will of the Lord. So I accept. So ganun din, kung ano man ang pagsisisihan ko, Alright, dahil I really believe na God gives you what you pray for or something better. Mm-hmm. At ako, disciple na rin ni President Corey, believe na nung deliver niya sa Boston College, mm-hmm. I pray with all my heart, I work with all my might, and the rest. I live to God. So, eh, ngayon, dahil uh, kung 76 at may baston, any moment, tatawagin ka na San Pedro o ni Kalawit, eh. eh, ang balita ko dyan, walang motion for reconsideration daw yun. Kaya, yun yan, sana naman, eh, pag timbang-timbangin, baka, make way to, uh, maybe I did more good than hmm. bad. Senator, babasahin ko po itong isa sa mga quotable quote na nabanggit niyo po. Noong February 2, 2006, you said, I thought we had a very good beginning in 1987. We assembled a very good Supreme Court our Senate, I thought, was a good one. We had a good cabinet, and I thought that our successors would build on these. What happened? Well, kasi nung, I think one of the flaws in the 87 Constitution, multi-party, which I thought was more fitted than parliamentary. Mm-hmm. A parliamentary lost by one vote. Kasi nung araw, before you would become a senator, salan-sala na kayo yung sa eight member slate. Uh-huh. Eh ngayon, talagang unang-una, nung 1987, I felt insecure. Uh-huh. Kaku, ano bang ano ginagawa ko dito? Eh, sina Recto, Laurel, Jokno. Pero looking at those who followed us, mukhang okay na rin kami. <laughs> like dahil, uh, yun ang isang problema na may iwasan ba natin sa Senado, where I once worked, no? Huwag mo na lang mag-ganong pagsasabi. Pero, <laughs> ngayon, no, karamihan, may mga nakapasok doon kasapi ng partidong pinabili ng suka eh. Lawmaking is very serious business. Mm-hmm. You are responsible for 104 million rabbits. Kaya not just anybody can be sent doon. Mm-hmm. Ako isang critic ni Manny Pacquiao, mm-hmm. no? Dahil believe tayo lahat sa achievements niya. Mm-hmm. Pero 
is spreading himself too thinly. Mm-hmm. Multitasking. Sa halip na mga panya ngayon, eh, pinagahandaan niya. So, sunod na laban. And the Senate is not a part-time mm-hmm. hobby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Dahil, eh, you know, they will decide what will happen to my apus. Wag na yung sa akin dahil ako eh malapit na rin sigurong tawagin kahit anong samanda mo may katapusan din eh. <laughs> Pero, <laughs> but those who will follow me deserve better. Kaya, and the Senate is at the only damaged institution. Ha? Yung House, um, Gano'n na nga, miska nung araw. Pero, not to say na walang matitinong members, but mm-hmm. uh, I hope that the 2016 elections, uh, we will be very careful in choosing who will lead the country from 2016 to 2022. 2022, wala na ako rito. Pero baka ang mga leading contenders dun eh, Bongbong versus Pacquiao. Oh, just sus Mariosep. <laughs> Vice President Binay is a good friend of yours. Mabini, yung, yung background namin. Yeah. Are you going to vote for him? Uh, <laughs> if it is down, assuming, if the scenario is down to... Jojo, depende sa kalaban, like uh, Digong Duterte, siguro Jojo ako, dahil ang maraming boto si Digong eh, mukhang may-ari ng mga funeral parlors, mga flower industry, mga grave diggers, eh, so depende sa kalaban. Dahil I, I have not decided as I speak, no? Pero, the way na inaape si Grace, uh, I'm sympathetic. Pero, not that I'm committed to vote for her. Pero, with the, a good cabinet, she can lead us siguro. There are things to criticize about anybody. Dahil, Dadal walang alam kung taong per- perfect. Eh. Number one, asawa ko. Number two, justice perfecto. <laughs> Why will Binay be a good president? Assuming na he is the next president, uh, may karanasan dahil talagang how to meander through the bowels of the bureaucracy, hindi madali. And then, yun nga, talagang, kasi nung umiiral pa yung walang habag na batas militar, pag nag-uusapan kami na joker, etc., who would be a good president, tinatanong namin yung mga waiters. Ang kriteryo ng mga waiters, doon sila sa Madaling lapitan. Eh, Jojo has that quality. Sa mga iba, hindi ko alam, ano. Pero, would that be enough? Dahil, may mga issues sa kanya, and the family, that remain unresolved. But as a human rights advocate, everybody is entitled to be presumed innocent. Baka may kapaliwanagan yan at the proper time, Sir, isa po kayo sa pumirma para umalis na yung U.S. bases. You were one of the signatories of that. You voted against the... Noong 1991. Yes. And ngayon, nandito ulit sila sa atin through EDCA. Uh, sinasabi ng mga mambabata, sinasabi ng mga pro-EDCA that we need the Americans because we cannot defend ourselves. <laughs> Noong 1941, eh, the entire country was one huge military base. Inatake tayo ng Hapon. Wala rin nagawa si Kanoto. Eh. In other words, mm-hmm. 
itong kasaysayan natin, we may be competing for the dishonor of having been under foreign domination for hundreds of years. Mm-hmm. Kay Castilla, English, Americano, Hapon, Americano uli, Ilocano, eh, talagang lahing alipin, lahing busabos eh. Uh-huh. Kaya dito, I voted no mm-hmm. in 1991 to cut short itong being a colony for hundreds of years. After that, we can enter into any agreement with any country. I agree with Palmerston. A country has no permanent friends, no permanent enemies, only permanent interest. In other words, ano bang kasaysayan ng Amerikano dito? Lumuhod si McKinley, sinabi raw sa kanya ng Panginoon, go to the Philippines, Christianize the country. Eh ano ba yung ginawa ng mga Kastila hundreds of years earlier? Pagkatapos, Balangiga, ilan ang tinepok ng kano in retaliation for the massacre of Balangiga? Figures vary from 2,500 to 50,000 Filipinos. Mount Budadyo sa Sulu, ilan ang tinepok? 1,000 Muslim warriors, women and children. In other words, kailangan balansin yan. Ang kanta nila noon, Oh, the monkeys have no tails in Zamboanga. Ganon, tingin sa atin, mga unggoy. They may be brothers of Bilta, but they are no brothers of mine. Civilize them with a crag. Baril. Now, I don't forget or overlook the many good things Americans have done. Pero, yun niya, noong 1991, President Cory called Butch Aquino and me to the palace and asked for our vote. So sinabi namin, as us another. Ito namang Sinoy, no? eh, kami namumuno na magdemanda sa kanya sa Korte Suprema for EDCA. Ang gusto lang namin to observe the institutional, constitutional process. Idaan sa Senado. Who would say, who would have said no? No one. That even Manong Johnny says, For Edgar Schaer. And this was the same person who said in 1991, it's an insult to our race na kung wala America, wala na tayo. And so, yun niya, meron pa siyang memorable speech about we will survive even after the last bar girl will have turned up the last bar light in Olonga po. Kaya, kung yan din ni Noynoy sa Senado, Palagay ko, unanimous ang baboto eh. Dahil dito, pag nagplebisito ka sa statehood, baka manalo pa eh. Eh, tumi naman, kailangan manindigan tayo kamukha ng Vietnam. Tinalo ang France, tinalo ang Kano. 1979, nilusob ng incheck. Turn baka incheck. 30,000 people were killed. Both sides. Eh dito, apat na, naput, apat lang ang suma, sumalakay na special operation ng pulis. Hanggang ngayon, usapan ng mga sapano. Abay, pag pumasok ka sa service, any moment, you have to be ready to shed blood. Magbuhos ang dugo para sa bayan. Kaya, in other words, Edka, nandyan na yan, pero whether the Americans would respond quickly, we don't know. Kailangan tayong mag-develop ng puso ng Vietnamese. Mas kisino ka pa. Handa kami magbuhos ang dugo para sa bayan. We have about 10 more minutes before we wrap up the program. We are still with attorney Rene Sagisag, legendary human rights lawyer, former senator. And we have a couple more questions when we come back. Tanungin natin siya kung ano sa palagay niya ang kinabukasan ng bansa natin. At um, tatanungin din natin siya kung um, ano pa ang gusto niyang mangyari sa bansa natin. And of course, uh, the people that he would like to thank at the end of his journey in what we call life. Don't go away. We'll be right back. 
This is Martin's Man Cave. We are back with attorney René Sagisag. Ano po sa palagay ninyo ang kinabukasan ng bansa natin? Well, uh, madaming problema but we cannot ever give up on the only motherland we have. Kaya unang-una, I hope our people will make the correct decisions or choices in the very critical May elections. At pag uh, nakakuha tayo ng magandang set ng leaders, uh, uh, the people naman uh, can learn to behave and follow. Unfortunately, talagang we are a scofflaw nation, eh, beginning with crossing and pedestrian lanes, over-speeding, pero yung pumipila ngayon pag-aintay ng sakyan gives me hope. Kaya I think that uh, hindi naman ganun kagalit sa atin ng Panginoon, we will improve, I hope, no, after the next elections. In other words, noong 1986, ikong National Cathedral dan, we lay down our share of bricks, as I think Noy uh, Noy is also doing now. Pero hindi pa tapos yung katedral eh. Kaya yun niya, inumpisa natin niya noong 1986, tinuloy ng mga ibang leaders, tinuloy ni Noy-Noy, the next leaders should add their own share of bricks to complete itong rebuilding of what was not even Rome in the first place. Napakabigat na mga problemang iniwan ni na Marcos. No? Talagang they ravage our institutions, our processes, our values. So it will take in my view, three or more good presidents para tayo mapunta sa talagang madang matuwid. As of now, talagang like any other road, bumps on the road. May minsan nasisilat, etc. Pero ganun pa rin. It's a journey of hundreds, thousands of miles. But we have begun. Noina has continued And I hope the next president will continue on that road. Senator Sagisag, sir, tell us about your children. Well, uh, we have five, no? I'm a lawyer, young eldest. Mm -hmm. <laughs> ngayon UAAP commissioner dahil <laughs> 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 sa, sa UP human kinetics mm -hmm. and then si Lara uh, oh. si yun Rene Andre Soviet dissident yun eh Lara naman doon sa Dr. Shivago ay dissident din yun mm. eh, meron doctorate uh, mm -hmm. Philos, Doctor of Philosophy. Nagtuturo ngayon sa New York. And then the third, merong degree from UP, doubling in business. The fourth is in law school. Mm -hmm. The last uh, was a, si Kaisa, was a gymnast who won a gold for the Philippines. I think in 2004. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Ngayon, nagtuturo na ng gymnast, mm -hmm. uh, gymnastics uh, to young people. So, I think that uh, they're okay. Uh, yung eldest ko, Rebo, is married to a classmate now a judge in Makati. In my second, uh, 
meron din mga sarili silang enterprises, mga computers, etc. So, by the grace of a compassionate providence, mm-hmm. they seem to be uh, all right. I mean, mm-hmm. may mga problema, pero uh, who doesn't? No? Mm-hmm. Okay. Ano yung mga usual na advice that you give your children or your apos? Ano yung mga usual na binibigay mo sa kanila ng words of wisdom? Uh, well, eh, kasi kami sanbeda, ano namin din eh, ora et labora eh, no? And my kids, eh, ito mga lalaki, puro sanbeda yan hanggang high school eh. Mm-hmm. Lara naman, Saint Isko, for them, to work and pray. And like Cory would say, God will do the rest. Work with all your might, pray with all your heart, the rest you leave to God. And siguro, by example then, mm-hmm. I don't know kung paanong they could say how hard I worked no, mm-hmm. before our tragedy kasi na isang ano ng Pilipino yung work ethic kasi in the west they say when it rains you take shelter from the rain mm-hmm. tayong Pilipino we sing and dance in the rain ay tayong Imagine last year, July pa lang, nakakadinig na ako ng Christmas carols. <laughs> A longest holiday season. Uh-huh. Talagang land of party animals. <laughs> last. Who are the people that you would like to say thank you at the end of this journey? <laughs> well, uh, why am I here today? Thank you, Mr. Marcos. <laughs> Meaning, kung wala yung batas militar at yung oppression niya, pag nanakaw niya, I would have been siguro just an ordinary lawyer na, in other words, uh, Mr. Marcos made me famous. Eh. Made me win in 1987 without spending a single centavo of my own. Kaya thank you. Boy. But seriously, <laughs> mga magulang ko, mm-hmm. mga teachers. Kasi sabi nga ni Andy Brooks Adams, a teacher affects eternity. Mm-hmm. He never knows where his influence stops. Very good teachers sa Makati Elementary, very good sa Rizal High, very good sa Beda, very good sa Harvard. So I learned a lot from them. And of course, uh, people like President Cory, my Mabini colleagues, uh, uh, maraming dapat pasalamatan mm-hmm. uh, beginning uh, kay daddy at kay mommy. Mm-hmm. Yung kuya ko, napakabahid. <laughs> Kasi kami ang parehong nasa Makati Elementary siya ang paborito nung kaka ko. Mm-hmm. Kaya maraming datong. <laughs> Ayun, sinashare sa akin. <laughs> so, in fact, talagang I oh a lot to so many people. So, whoever you may be, thank you, thank you, thank you. You're very patriotic. And if you had one last chance of of talking to the entire population before you leave, what would you tell the population, the Filipinos? Well, uh, siguro I'll just uh, borrow from Ted Kennedy, you know, noong 1980, after he had lost the mm-hmm. Democratic National Convention, Nagpasalamat na sa mga tumulong sa kanya, dinagdag. And to all those whose cares have been our concern, the work goes on. 
the cause endures, the hope still lives, and the dream shall never die. Unquote. Thank you so much for your time. Attorney Rene Sagisag. Oh, better. Mabuhay po kayo, sir. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you. And that has been our 83rd episode of Martin's Man Cave, the live cast here in podcast.ph with Senator Rene Sagisag. You can download the episode for free on iTunes. You can watch us on YouTube. Or you can go to Spreaker. You can go to Podomatic, Stitcher. You can go to SoundCloud. Or better yet, go straight to our website, www.podcast.ph. Thank you so much for watching, and thank you so much for listening. This podcast.ph presentation is supported by Martin Andenar's Homecast Studio and Audio.ph.